Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, joined by Jason Shear. We are going to talk all Arizona basketball recruiting, but also a little bit of Philly B and a little bit of Kylan Boswell. But first, Shear, we were up there Friday. Bruce Pascoe didn't listen to anything we had to tell him. We will get to Bruce, though, shortly. But overall, first things first, Carter Bryant, a lot of people were questioning what Carter Bryant, uh, you know, what his mentality was going to be. Carter Bryant looked flawless out there for Corona Centennial, and everybody knows he can get where he wants to on the court. But the main thing that was really impressive was the kind of passing that he was putting out there. He looked unreal, and he looked every bit the reason of why people had him projected as a top five pick or a top five uh, prospect for so long. Yeah, this was, uh, you know, after EYBL, we, uh, it, I don't want to say we had our concerns, but he didn't play well. And, and he dropped to the rankings a little bit because of that. But this weekend, he showed why, like you mentioned, he, he was considered a top five prospect by many. I mean, he, he was awesome. He was scoring. He was defending. His passing, he had a couple passes that point guards couldn't make. And right. uh, Centennial was running with basically a shooting guard. He's Eric Freeney. He's going to UCLA probably. But He's not a point guard, but they ran him at point. Um, but Carter Bryant, I mean, he may have led that team in assists as a forward. He was just – I was very impressed with him this weekend. Jacob Franklin, if we could pull up some of the highlights that we have here right here. Uh, caught up by Shane Diefenbach, by the way, for uh, Carter Bryant. But with uh, with Bryant, too, the other thing is just how comfortable he looked out there. You look at him physically, he's uh, – he has a body that was meant to play basketball. He let the game come to him. The jumper looks smooth. You watch how he just kind of let the game come to him and the passing again. That was something that, I mean, I knew he was a good passer, but I didn't necessarily expect to see what we saw in that regard there, Sheer. I mean, he he looked every bit the part of somebody that will eventually be a long-term starter in the NBA. Yeah, his passing was was by far his most impressive. And a lot of times you say, oh, he's a good passer because they're not very good at other things. But right. if you watch the highlight, this guy that he's going against, he's a D1 player. I mean, he's right. going to a major conference. Cal literally offered him before we got on the podcast. So he's going to a major school, and, and Carter Bryan outplayed him. And, and you know, it it's, it's a situation where the only game where Carter wasn't one of the best guys or the best guy on the court was when he went, went against the Boozer brothers. And I don't even pay attention to that game because those right. guys are dumb. But – um, he was just good. Every game he played, 
his most impressive game may have been the one that he fouled out. Like, because his team, we watched his team was losing to Mount C the entire game. And then all of a sudden he has six straight points, gets a couple, forces a couple turnovers. They get the lead. He fouls out on a bad call, but they never gave up the lead. And the only reason they got the lead was, was because of him. This phrase is overused or this terminology is overused a lot, but Carter Bryant truly can be as good as he wants to be. There is nothing from a basketball, from a uh, physical, from a body perspective that is going to limit Carter Bryant at all. Unlike somebody like myself, um, Carter Bryant can absolutely be as good as he wants to be. And it's going to be exciting to see what he is by the time he hits Arizona, because the improvement, the amount of uh, just the assertiveness that we saw was a lot different than it was just the previous month. Yeah, to me, Carter Bryant is as good as as he's going to be mentally. Like mentally, he it, that's where it's going to come down to. Um, you know, we saw him and he wasn't assertive at all. This past weekend, and, and when I say assertive, I don't even mean scoring. But this past weekend, he was forcing the issue in a good way. He was making guys guard him. If he didn't have a shot, he was passing it. He was the guy. Like he was making everything happen for them offensively. Defensively, he was going to block shots. He was physical in the post. He was assertive, and as long as he's assertive and can make that a consistent thing, uh, he's going to be really, really good. Yeah, and he's – I don't know who's going to be on the roster or who isn't, but when Carter Bryant does hit, when he touches down at the University of Arizona, he will be in the starting lineup, Jason Shear. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think so. I don't see him be – it would surprise me if not. Again, we don't know who's going to be on the roster, but even if he's not in the starting lineup uh, in the off chance, he's going to play quite a bit. I mean, he, he's just – because. He's the type of guy where I, I only think he's going to get better from here on out. All right. We're going to talk about some in-state prospects now and where Arizona stands. Obviously, Arizona believes they can get him. But first, BetMGM. All right. When I came out of Glendale, uh, whatever it's called, State Farm Arena, guess what I saw? BetMGM across the street. That's how cool it is. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to 1000 back in bonus bets. Uh, if it loses with BetMGM, again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now let's hear Shane Diefenbach, who did a great job with the highlights. Sheer and I are going to talk about Shane Diefenbach here in a minute. Um, but let's hear from Shane with the disclaimer. Claimer 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. All right, now let's talk about Koa Pete here. Now, Jason Shear has had a long and tortured history putting down players from Gilbert Perry. The bad vibe started with Dylan Anderson. It went to Cody Williams, and now it might be going on with Koa Pete. Let's see some highlights from Koa Pete here first before we get into this uh, here. But the thing that really, uh, choking aside, the thing that really stuck out to me, though, is just physically how ready Koa Pete is to come in and play basketball immediately. I mean, you look at his frame, you look at how he can finish around the hoop. This is a player that from day one will be an 18 and 9 type player. I don't know what kind of pro he's going to be, but I can definitely tell you that he's going to be a player that after a while when he's in college, people are going to say, just get out of here because you're too good for the college game, Sheer. Yeah, I mean, Koa Pete would be a five-star offensive tackle right now. 
right. because of the way he's built. And and as you can tell by the highlights, his his footwork. Yeah, uh, his high school team did a little bit of a disservice. It's it's high school, so you don't blame him or anything. But he had to run point a lot this weekend. And I mean, you could tell from his body type, he's not a point guard. Uh, when he was able to be in the post, he he was dominant. I mean, there wasn't anyone that could guard him. His footwork around the basket, his strength. Um, you know, it, it impressed me. His passing ability uh, impressed me as well. He's a guy like like you mentioned. Sometimes you you evaluate guys and go, look, I don't know how good this guy is going to be in the NBA. Right. right. I don't know where his game necessarily fits. And that's Koa a little bit. But I know in college, he's starting and being a major contributor from day one. He's going to be stronger. His motor um, is a little bit in question. But I think part of it is also he's he's kind of bored sometimes, which you see. Right. Um, you know, and, and so when he turns it on, um, he's really good. His team isn't very good. They lost three of the four games they played. But it wasn't because of him. Like he he was he did everything he could and he played against good competition and he performed well pretty much every game yeah jacob if you could pull those highlights uh from coa pete up here again we got to give shane diefenbach some credit right here we were wondering we're like man how is shane going to get all these highlights sheer look at all these highlights i don't even remember <laughs> some of these plays shane is the most relaxed video videographer i've ever seen and then you watch this it's like wait where did these come from like, it, it's it's amazing shane you're not listening but i will say big <laughs> to Big tip of the cap and to Jacob Franklin, who uh, Shane Diefenbach, uh, I guess, kind of works under. But what also surprised, like, I don't remember this play at all. And we watched the entire, I don't remember him dribbling the ball, really. That's what that's what's impressive. And here's what people need to know. That number 10 in green that you see that's guarding him, that's that's a guy with multiple SEC offers. Couldn't guard right. Koa. I mean, that that kid's going to a, a major school in the SEC, and, and Koa definitely outplayed him. And Koa outplayed him for sure. Now, Arizona was three deep um, at their games. The Tommy Gun then came in on Saturday as well. Um, ASU mistakenly believes that he might come to ASU as well, but he's going to be able to go anywhere he wants. And at least from my perspective, I don't really care what kind of a pro prospect he is because all I care about is what he would do backing the A. By the way, mobile tech support and five of kind, back the A, baby. Sheer, talk. Yeah, I don't care what he I and, and I don't care about the NBA prospects. I know everyone likes to talk about that. I couldn't care less. It's it's cool for your university and all that. I'm trying to like if a kid goes to college and averages eight points and has a successful career in the NBA, it's cool. But I'd rather have more than eight points in college, right? Koa right. is I mean, he, he's a matchup nightmare because he's gonna be strong. And once he gets in a college strength and uh, conditioning program and puts on and, and gets more defined and all that. Um, he's just gonna he's gonna be awesome. And the thing is, he did that this weekend, but he's also doing it on like Team USA and think like everywhere he's gone, he's made the team, he's made the cut. Coaches like him. He's a good kid. Uh, North Carolina watched his game uh, last night. Uh, Saturday night he fouled out. Did actually that was his worst game of the weekend, which is kind of funny. Um, but he, uh, yeah, I mean he's he's a no brainer. He's a no-brainer. So, Sheer, you do depart company, though, on your previous uh, uh, slanderous ways with Gilbert Perry players, and you endorse Koa Pete. Is this correct? Well, it's, it's, I'll, I'll just ask you. I, I put Dylan Anderson, Koa Pete, and Cody Williams on a line. You could pick one for college. Who are you picking? Do I just get the same amount of years out of each one? One year. Koa Pete. Yeah, so there you go. I've already seen one year of Dylan Anderson. <laughs> I like Dylan Anderson. I don't need to see more of Dylan Anderson. Now, here's the question. Would you rather have one year of Coa Pete or two years of Cody Williams? One year of Coa Pete. 
I would as well because I think, like I said, I think it's going to be like the Hansborough thing where you come in and you average like 18 and 9, 18 and 10, and you'll just do that as long as you're there. Like I said, not sure what kind of a pro prospect he is, but he will play in the NBA for a long time. Five of Kind Media said, what's the word with Zoom still in the mix? I never thought Arizona was going to get Zoom. Um, but uh, I think once Jaden Bradley hit campus, uh, that probably uh, uh, eliminated Arizona. Am I wrong, Sheer? I don't think I am, though. I haven't heard his name come up very often. I will say that I don't think he's a lock for Gonzaga. Keep an eye on USC. Uh, he, ah, US- he took an official visit to USC last weekend, I think. They're in it more than people think. Who's coaching USC right there? Is, is Andy Enfield becoming the new John Calipari? Do people uh, – serious question. Do high school – prospects watch college basketball no okay (laughs) like i get the whole lebron thing only because you want your kid to stay in la i get all of that and i'm a big as you know there's no bigger andy enfield supporter out there than me but if i have a really high profile kid i don't know that i want to watch him play at usc for a year yeah it's just weird like it's it's a weird it's a weird fit like a lot of times kids don't take that into account which is probably why the transfer portal looks like it looks. All right, Andy Enfield, we have big expectations. Also, big expectations for Circle K. Make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff. Right now, text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on a 32-ounce Polar Pop. Head to CircleK.com slash store locators to a Circle K near you. Sure, did you go to Circle K this past weekend? I did, actually. Had to get a nice drink on the way home. Ah, uh, Dude, I was going to say, that's where you go. Did you get a Polar Pop? Uh, not that big. What's the, uh, what's the one below it? Uh, the mini, the mini polar. Pump. <laughs> I got a drink. That's all that matters. All right. Doesn't matter. All right. Now let's talk cam Holmes. I like cam Holmes a great deal. Uh, Jacob Franklin, if you could pull up some of those highlights, that'd be greatly uh, appreciated. Um, you watch him. The first thing you notice is that he's legitimately six foot six. And unlike his brother, he's actually a perimeter player. He's a natural perimeter player. Um, his impact goes beyond scoring. He's an easy guy to uh, look at and say that he's an NBA player one day cam holmes is an easy offer for the arizona wildcats yeah they offered him already and like it's easy like there's some guys you literally uh tommy lloyd was actually talking about kylan boswell and he goes you know he didn't score anything but the first time i saw boswell he dribbled the ball off up the court with confidence and i was like right there i knew like i just knew and that's kind of like cam holmes like you see him play for a minute you're like oh okay (laughs) like this is and he may not dominate a game but He's so smooth. Like, everything he does is smooth. He could take it to the rim. He could hit threes like we just saw. He's a great passer. Really good kid. Um, I like his game better in high school than AU because I think in AU it kind of gets a little junky on his team. But his team isn't very good, and he makes the guys around him better. Like, he got them open looks and all that. Uh, No-brainer, and and I would put him at the top. I mean, Coop, he's probably the top priority regardless of class. I think Holmes is, is right there. Yeah, Holmes is right there as well. And Holmes also you could probably sneak a couple years out of as well because, again, he's not – he's athletic, but he's not like next-level athletic to where you just walk in and you're like, all right, John Wall, it'll be nice knowing you for five months. It's not that type of – but, again, he's really, really good. And Arizona is on him. We will not say who his dream school is. We cut that part out because we do not want that. But he has not heard from his dream school, so let's keep that on the down low. What say you, Sheer? And to be fair, a lot of kids don't go to their dream schools. Like Josh Green. And I always remember told North Carolina it was his dream school. Told the way, and then before you know it, he committed to Arizona. Uh, and the thing with Holmes is, like you watch him, and you, you sometimes you forget he's 2026, right? And he's, he's going to be a sophomore in high school. 
Yeah, and he's and, and I will say this: the West Coast 2024 class isn't very good. Arizona did great by landing Carter and Jamari. 25 and 26 is loaded, and and he's just one of the guys. There's a bunch of dudes, and he is a a very easy offer to make. Arizona is going to prioritize him. You're going to hear his name a lot over the the next few years. All right, now time to talk about Tune Day. I understand um, why Tune Day is rated highly. Um, I think he'll be a good college player, but I'm also far from sold on him. He's got a little bit of a Stanley Johnson poor man's vibe to him in that he's very physically maxed. He's not uh, he's skilled, but he's not overly skilled as well. He's a player that I would offer, but I can if I lose uh, if I lose him, I'm not really heartbroken over him. Yeah, it's funny because you watched Tune that game on Friday. He wasn't great. Um the next game I watched, I think it was against Sherman Oaks, Notre Dame. He was a monster. They could not stop him. He hit three threes or something like that, Mike. Like he was. Right. Watching him like, oh, crap. Uh, when we saw him, he couldn't hit a jumper. And and he just – he wasn't that great. I I mean, that was the first three I saw him hit. And <laughs> I watched him. Um, but he, he was taken about – the one thing is he is uh, – like you can see, look at the size of him, right? Right, like, huge. Stronger. Like nobody in high school – is going to be stronger than him as a wing. If that jumper comes along, um, he, he to me, he's a he's a really good prospect. Uh, you know, I do wonder how much better he's going to get. Really, he's not going to get stronger. He's not going to get quicker. Um, I think you look at him, and the thing that probably could improve is his jumper. Um, I like him. I get it. Is he a no-brainer going to come into college and dominate? I, I don't think so. I, I do think there's some legitimate questions with him. All right, we're going to talk. Oh, listen, we got a like, lot of fil- go ahead. But I like him as a prospect. Yeah. Right? All right, but you do you like him more than Cody Williams at the same stage? Uh, they're different. Cody Williams is longer and skinnier. Tunde, Cody Williams they're both wings. They're both wings. You're saying? No, Cody's six seven. Tunde is like six four. Right. Tunde is about six four. Yes. Philly B. We're going to get to Philly B. We have to give a lot of kudos to Philly B and what Philly B has been able to do right here. But after that, then you got some other players. Braden Burries. I've been saying for the longest time that Arizona needs to offer Braden Burries. Braden Burries showed out this past week, and Braden Burries, I would imagine, is going to get an Arizona offer here sooner than later. Um Sure, he just kind of uh, checks off. He checks off all the boxes as far as what you want from a shooting guard, especially too because he can score the ball. Hence the term shooting guard. I usually say, look, I can understand why Arizona doesn't offer kids, right? Like there's certain right. kids that go, yeah, I watch them. Burries isn't that dude. Burries should get an offer. I think it is a major mistake if Arizona doesn't offer Burries. Um, on Saturday night, Tommy Lloyd was going back and forth. Koa was playing the same time as Burries. But Tommy watched Burry's like for a half probably, and Burry's dropped 33 points or something like that. Right. Uh, he's crafty. He's a better passer than people think. His handles have gotten better right now. He's a pure shooting guard in my opinion. But if his handles keep improving, maybe you, you consider him a combo guard, right? But to me, he's a scorer. That's what it is. There's not a lot of guys. Like we talk about Jamari, right? Jamari right. is a scorer. His scoring game is advanced. Burry's is the same way. There's multiple ways that he can score. Those guys are unique in college. Uh, I don't know why he doesn't have more offers. He's a good kid and all that. I I would be very surprised if Arizona does not offer him. And I did not know that B.J. Burries is his half-brother. That's an interesting story right there, Sheer. I had no clue about that. Literal, Literally, he is related to the best scorer in Arizona high school basketball history. Mm-hmm. 
And you know what? That means that he won't go to ASU right there. We do like that. But again, I think another kid that you would just love to add to that class. The thing with uh, Arizona is anytime that there's a wing that can score, offer him because I think they fit in very well to what Arizona wants to do. We're going to talk about one of those wings here in a minute. But Sheer, you came away saying that you're giving the Jason Sheer nod of approval, correct? Yeah, there's there's two guys that I, I watched this weekend where I said they have to offer and that is Burries and Brandon McCoy, 2026 point guard. The other guys, I can see waiting and all that. Burries is a no-brainer to me. Right. All right. Now let's talk. We'll talk about Brandon McCoy here in a second. Elsie Harrington, a guy that's been on the radar for quite a while, top considered a top 15 to 20 player. Talking with some people who didn't think that he was quite that good. Sheer seems a little. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. When you watch him, he doesn't look like a top 15 to 20 player. Looks more like a top 50 type kid. I would agree with that, which is still good, right? Yeah, no, I'm not dissing it. He is a very crafty, heady point guard, right? And and what I mean by that is that he's crafty and heady. Well, it's like you watch him, and you you watch a guy like they're different classes. Like Brandon McCoy is explosive, scores in multiple ways, whatever. Elzy uh, is different. Like he's. He's very he he runs the offense really well. He defends well. He's probably deceptively athletic, but I don't know if he's going to go in and get you a bunch of buckets in a hurry. Right, right. He's a solid point guard. Uh, you know it. And look, his dad is a professor, I believe, at UCLA. So he's smart. Uh, his first official visit is going to be Harvard. <laughs> like, is that because is, he, the academics or the fact that Evan Nelson is there? Well, yeah, both. And he actually had a great quote. His he said that his dad told him be good enough to play at Duke and smart enough to play for Harvard. Right. I like that a great deal. And, and so like he's, he's, it's going to be a different type of recruitment. If I'm Arizona, he's one of those guys where I want to see a little bit more of, I think there's better priorities in that class. I think they could probably do better. Um, but he's a guy where I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to UCLA and has a nice four year career. All right, we need to talk about, and we're going to get back to prospects here in a second. We need to talk about Bruce Pascoe not listening to us this entire weekend, literally doing everything the opposite of what uh, we told him to do. We told the great Bruce Pascoe, don't go to the Tommy Lloyd press conference because, again, you can get him up in Phoenix. And uh, you need to see you need to be up there Friday because Friday is the big day for all the players. So what does Bruce do? Bruce goes to the Tommy Lloyd press conference. Then Bruce comes up Friday night, misses the games that matter, and then drives back, then comes back up for Tommy Lloyd to speak to the media Saturday and essentially gets no recruiting in there as well. Sheer, is this essentially what happened? I love Bruce, but Bruce is one of a kind, man. Yeah. Like you said, it, there's there's only one Bruce. There is only one Bruce. And I, I tried to help, you know, and it was a recruiting event. I'm like, Bruce, this is what you should do. Do this, this, and this. Make sure you go to this game. And Bruce did absolutely nothing. <laughs> the opposite of what I told him to do. But that's Bruce. Bruce That's Bruce. We love Bruce. Bruce. And the only we we kid because we love. But Bruce, you didn't listen to anything we told you to do this weekend right there. And that's why we love Bruce Pascoe. All right. Let's talk Jason Crow Jr. right here. Only averaged about 87 points per game as a freshman at Linwood High. His father played overseas. He's the coach at Linwood. Jason Crow Jr. cannot shoot, but he can get anywhere he wants on the court at any time here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he could shoot. Uh, he didn't shoot well this weekend at all. The game I watched him, he, he started, like, chucking half-court shots, and they weren't anywhere close. And finally, he had – I mean, his team lost by 15 that game. But finally, with, like, five minutes to go, 
he realized, oh, I should probably go to the rim more, and they didn't stop him. I think he had like 15 straight points at the rim, and he was hitting floaters and layups, and it's like, dude, if you did this all game, you would have won. And But to be fair, he's 2026, right? right. And um, his team is decent, not great. Uh, he's he's a really good prospect. I mean, he's going to have a guy that has a lot of offers. There's rumors that he his goal is actually the G League. And so, right. you know, if he doesn't get offers, it's not because it's game. It's because these colleges realize he's probably not going to college. But he, he's, you know, I, I I like other point guards better in the class. Like, I think McCoy is way better than Crow right now, same class. But um, he, he's a very legit prospect, and he's going to get a bunch of offers. All right, OGs. Now, to be clear about it, Shear brought this up to me Friday. OGs is for gummies that we're advertising right here, Jason Shear. So yeah, I didn't know that. I don't partake in any of that stuff. I have no idea. Flavoring life is what OGs is all about, and they make it so easy with their wide range of flavors and functions. No matter what it may, uh, whatever you need, OGs has a gummy, a gummy for it. Check out OGs online at OGsBrands.com and on Instagram at OGsBrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or up to enjoy responsibly all kinds of stuff. Strawberries and cream, uh, the fruits, watermelon, red apple, pink lemonade dropping June 21st. That's already happened. Check it out right there. Again, OGs and tap and bottle. Now, you might be like Jason Shear and watching the game at home, or you might want to hang out with some people. Jason Shear's social skills took a huge step forward this weekend. We will cat, cat, we will compliment you on that. But first, um, tap and bottle, though, if you really want to work on the social skills, come hang out with some really cool people, the downtown location, watch the games, or the north side location. Again, can't tell you this enough. These are two of the coolest people ever. Support local and support social experimenting like Jason Shear did. Shear, I was very proud of you this weekend. I try. I try to make I, – I heard you loud and clear, and I, I tried to do well for you. And Pat Maz came away very impressed by you. I can tell you that. Uh, po- What's that? Shout out to him. Really good dude. Spent very good dude, time. for sure. Yeah. And he knew his stuff too. Yeah, for sure. Right. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit about um, this roster here. we got to talk about some of the Philly B news. Um uh, no, H, uh, H, uh, I'm not going to say, uh, yes, we haven't, we're getting to Philly B right now and we're going to get to Kylan, but first let's talk Philly B. There is a big bet going on in the city of Arizona right now between Mike Luke and Jason Shear about who plays more minutes in their college career, Conrad Martinez or Philly B. I came away thinking that Philly B looked a little bit better in these games than I thought he would. Now, granted, they're playing, you know, Madagascar and Tanzania and all that. But still, I came away impressed here. Look, here's the thing. I love Philly B. And I love Arizona fans even more because they're watching the highlights and they're like, man, Philly looked good. And then you look at the box score and you realize my guy just shot six of 19 from the field. <laughs> look, I will say this. I don't think he can shoot. I think that's apparent, right? <laughs> like yes. he's, just, he's not a good shooter. He's a great passer. He really is. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. He can absolutely pass the ball. The problem is you got to figure out the other stuff. He can't really score efficiently. I don't think it's like a matter of him being cold. I just don't think he's a great shooter. Because if he was this good of a shooter and this good of a passer, he would have played last year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's not an awful player. I mean, Tommy wouldn't have taken him if he was awful. He just has to figure out how to play like with, with his team right now, he doesn't have to play within the game. Like he could literally do whatever he wants. Dude, Philly B is living his own world right there for Serbia. And we were privileged to watch this. Do they play like, I got to look, do they play like Kylan? When do they play? When does Philly B play next? 
Uh, Find this out right now. I, I will. You just keep All right. Talking. But I'll talk about Philly B while you look this up. The other thing about Philly B, though, is you said he's a great passer. He had a couple plays in the pick and roll situations, though, where I looked and I'm like, Philly looking pretty slick right there. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, he's it, once he gets going downhill, like he's dangerous because he's he's got good size. Philly dunking on Bronny James coming this year. <laughs> Why not? Uh, they played Japan. Japan Tuesday. Thank you, Tony Clifton. What time Tuesday? I need more. I need more games. Yeah, seriously. I'm not – I can't – they don't even do (laughs) – I need American times. You go and it's like 20 o'clock GMT. I don't know what this means. I don't know what that means exactly. Tony Clifton, you're much smarter than us. If you can find out when they play. I got this. All right. So I got it in front of me here. So the last game of the group phase is tomorrow. What time? Right. Uh, I don't know the twelve thirty local time in, in Hungary. It's all in the morning, dude. <laughs> Greenwich, Serbia plays Japan. Right, the U.S. plays Lebanon. The spread in that game is ninety-seven. Then on Wednesday, is Wednesday is the group fit is the is the uh, the bracket phase. Is there any chance that we can get Philly B against Kylan Boswell? I don't know. We're gonna know after tomorrow. But they're oh. they're two and zero, right? Right, they are. So now, they should be good. They're, they'll beat Japan, so they should be in. Let's talk Kylan Boswell. Kylan Boswell is awesome. Um, there's only one player on this team that I believe, and we're going to get to him in a minute, that has the potential to be better than Kylan Boswell. But Kylan Boswell, some dudes just get basketball. Some guys just understand basketball. And I think you made a great point there, Sheer, when you talked about uh, a BCAT. England time zone doesn't help us. I have no clue what this means. Uh, B, uh, Tony Clifton, 6 p.m., I thought. I like that. All right. But Colin Boswell just gets it. He um, he controls the offense. You can tell guys like playing with him. He's not selfish. He can score when he needs. He can be a dog and defender. Uh, Colin Boswell just gets it, Sheer. That's the best way that I could put it. I always look at what a player does when the going gets tough because a lot of times when things get tough, players will disappear and they don't want it. So USA was losing that game for three quarters and then it started getting close and it was close. And all of a sudden you see Kylan Boswell hit a fadeaway and then Kylan Boswell gets a steal and then Boswell makes another like a layup and a pat and all in right when USA needed him the most and needed someone to pop up, it was him. And to me, that's important because, look, I don't want to crap on the previous, you know, you, you'll crap on Kirk so That's fine. But I'll, I'll do it in a second. Yeah, go ahead. When Arizona needed him the most, he was nowhere to be found. Right. right? And so, look, I, I don't, I'm not saying that. He was talking, though. He was talking. I'm not saying it'll translate to Arizona. That remains to be seen. But I want a guy like Boswell where I know when things get tough and I need a bucket or a play to be made, Boswell was there. And, and I think he had that sequence midway through the quarter – that really changed the game around. Holy moly, Zona Germany, 11 a.m. Tucson time. We go on at 1230 tomorrow. This is amazing. We are going to – is this for Philly B or is this for uh, Kylan Boswell? Because I'm more interested in – You don't want to watch Boswell's game. I'm not joking. They're going to win that game by like 70 points. But Philly B, we're watching. Well, yeah, obviously. All right. Now, um, but Boswell, again, I think from a statistical perspective, I know people on your board on wildcatauthority.com. There's some people who think he's going to be 25 and five. No, 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 there's none of that. But he's going to be like 16, four and a half and four or something like that. He's going to be very, very good this year. I feel comfortable in saying he will start. He's going to start for Arizona, Mike. Wait a second. I, I've read before he might come off the bench. 
Yeah, I, I, I literally will just stop reading previews and all that. Uh, it, it's wild. Like, what does a kid like? Uh, Tommy Lloyd was gushing over him in, in the media this past weekend. They love Kylan. It, it, is he going to make mistakes? Yeah, like he's turned the ball over too much this week. But part of that is he's playing with guys that he's never played in games with before. Um, yeah, he's he's good, right? Oh. I, he's, he's one of the things I don't I don't worry about. Sheer, another one that I think that you might be wrong on as well. Caleb Love. I hope um, so far so good. I'll leave it at that, and I will give you the floor, my friend. Yeah, Tommy Lloyd um, told me that. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but yeah, just go uh, ahead, just do it. He doesn't care. It's uh, a compliment. Uh, that that Caleb has been awesome. Like really, like they've been impressed with everything that as a person, as a player. And look, it's limited. It's not like they've had full practices. They've only had five rotation guys on campus at once right now. So the practices right. aren't actual practices, but um, they love every everything about him so far. So far, so good. And, and we'll see. There's a long way to go, but uh, he's saying and doing all the right things right now. You made a very good point to me as I was talking to you on the phone yesterday and I was watering my mother's plants um, that the um, – if, if you don't have Caleb Love, you can still be a really good team. And this is assuming it works out. But with Caleb Love being good, you can win a national championship. That's the difference between being very good and possibly elite here. Yeah, I think that that was the mindset of the coaching staff. It's like the downside is Caleb Love comes in, ruins team chemistry, whatever. They don't think that's going to happen. The upside is um, now you are good enough talent-wise to win a national title. Not that you weren't good before. Arizona would have been a good team without Caleb Love. But there's a difference between being a good team and a team that is talented enough to win the title. And now if you look at Arizona's roster, you can say, look, in terms of pure talent, they, you know, things have to go right, blah, blah, blah. But in terms of pure talent, they're good enough to win the title. All right, this is great. Zona Germany, you are the man right here. Serbia tomorrow, 11 a.m. Tucson time. That is fantastic because we will be going on live after that to break it down. By the way, guess who's coming on Wednesday, Sheer? A guy that gave me a very bad glare on Friday. Murph? Murph's coming on. Look at that. Murph's, Murph's coming on. I yelled out, Murph, back the A. And he just looked at me like, it was a time and a place. Murph was not happy with that. I felt bad this year. Uh, it was kind of across the court in the middle of the game, but details, details. You are, you yeah. got to be back in the end. Yeah, I know. He does back the end. Oh, hey, let's talk about Jamari Phillips here. Uh, J- uh, Jacob Franklin, if you have some of these highlights right here, I'd like to talk about Jamari Phillips as well. Sheer, you guys came – you guys have come around – on uh, Jamari before anybody else did this again. I'm not saying that he's a top five player in his class, but this kid, when it's all said and done, I have a hard time believing that there are 15 better players in this class. And quite frankly, 15 better college prospects. I know a lot of the questions were, you know, what kind of athlete is he? Um, You watch some of this. I mean, he's a lot of these highlights. He's dunking in traffic. He's finishing. He's going to come in and I would imagine he's going to be a double digit scorer from day one. Yeah, he can score. You know, if you want to criticize defense, rebounding, whatever, I, you know, I, I think he's fine in all those areas. Uh, the one thing you can't even criticize or, or talk, it, it's his offense in, in every way. Like you see these highlights, jump shots, uh, making his own shot off the dribble, off turnovers. He's, he can score the ball. There may not be a better pure scorer in the country. Um, I've said this before, it, it's advanced. Like it's, it's college one-on-one ISO scoring. He can do it in the team game as well, but a lot of guys – um, as the kids like to say, they don't have the bag 
that Jamari Phillips has. Oh, the bag. And on top of that, they can go deep into the bag as well. I do like that, though, Sheer. I do like people at like UCLA pretending that they didn't want Carter Bryant or Jamari Phillips. These guys would start at UCLA. Well, I mean, Phillips, it was funny because they thought they had him in the bag. And Arizona secretly was working behind the scenes and locking him up. Uh, he, he's an idiot. He chose the right school. He did. He's, he, listen, he had the choice to back the A or not back the A. Guess what he did? He backed the A. Yeah, and Tommy is going to put him in positions where he's going to excel offensively. He's going to come in right away and score at a high level. Let's make fun of UCLA. Um, so UCLA lost, uh, and you have a legions of Bruin Report online admirers throughout the Southwest here. Actually, not Southwest, nationally. But you told me something that they broke today. You told me on Friday that they were going to le- lose their leader, international assistant to the Raptors. They did lose him. What does this mean for UCLA going forward? Yeah, his boy, his, his mentors with the, the with the Raptors now. So that was pretty much, I think it's been done for uh, more than a few days. It, I, I'm sure he gave Cronin a name of a guy to hire. Uh, I don't think Cronin's going to ditch international recruiting. They should be able to hang on to the guys that they have um, only because it's so late in the process. If this happened in May, I think there'd be more of a concern. Um, but it's going to be interesting. You know, Evo is literally like him and Murph are the two best international recruiters in the con- in the country. Dude, like and Draft Express said the same thing. They have to replace him with someone good. But even if they replace it with someone good, it's not going to be Evo. Uh, that that's a big loss for them. We're before we, uh, um, like I said, we're gonna have Murph on on Wednesday. We won't have you on before then. But what are your thoughts on the great Jack Murphy? Because we are both very big fans of Murph, one of the best dudes in the business here. Yeah, I think Murph. You know, it, whenever you, like you live and breathe U of A, like and right. that's what Murph does, right? Like it is all about Arizona like making Arizona the best that it could be. And and he works his butt off. You know, I'm not going to go into major details, but he actually flew to somewhere Saturday morning to go recruit, came back and was in the gym at Section 7 recruiting there. Like, and, and, and for the betterment of it, didn't need to do it, wouldn't have been a big deal if he didn't do it. But um, he's a guy that, that Tommy Lloyd relies on to recruit, and, and he's really got a reputation as being one of the best international recruiters in the country. Would you call Jack Murphy a leader of men? Leader of men. I think that's a I think that's a great way to put it. No. Why not? Absolutely. Why not? All right. Now, wanted to talk a little bit uh, before we uh, before we sign off here. Wanted to get a little bit of Arizona football in as well. Excited right here. More commitments coming in. All of these kids again. I mean, I, I know I sound like a broken record. There's ten thousand tight end commits uh, from the state of Oregon right now. Arizona just got the sixth best prospect in there. Crowell. Um, again, I'm with I'm at the point with Arizona football where, you know, if the coaching staff likes them. If they like the frame, they like all that. They've shown me enough to lead me to believe that uh, they know what they're doing, Sheer. Yeah, Oregon's wild. They're top eight prospects for tight ends. Like, that's right. unheard of. Uh, he's, he's huge. Like, he's huge physically. He's a mismatch nightmare. Uh, other Pac-12, you know, offers. I got no problem with these pickups. I, I really right. don't. They may land another tight end from the state of Oregon, Jaden Fortier, who's friends with them, um, and it's ranked like fourth in the state. They're going to go out, and if they think that you will improve them in blocking and all that and offensively, they're going to go and get you, and I don't really question it. Guess who I saw on campus? Who I, I think for the longest time I thought Rob, uh, uh, Raymond Polito would be the biggest uh, player on the team. 
I'm not sure that he will be. I think it might be Tylen Gonzalez. I saw Tylen Gonzalez on campus sheer. This is the epitome of what Arizona football coaches are doing right now. This man is huge. He looked like he was seven foot two and 320 pounds, but he was solid rock. Um, that's great recruiting. I know that he's out of Carlsbad, New Mexico, not California, but uh, that dude looks different. That looks like a guy that should have had more than a Tennessee offer. Yeah, it's funny because I very rarely will a school be able to keep a guy secret. Uh, I remember asking someone on the staff for Thailand's number, couldn't get it. Uh, Thailand didn't put up highlights until he had right. signed. Right? That was by right. design. Thailand didn't do anything. Can you imagine how bad those highlights would have been, him going against the other kids in Carlsbad, yeah, New Mexico? Like, I mean, it, it would have been wild. And he's he plays basketball. And a lot of times when you look for an offensive lineman, if they play basketball, that is a great thing. Yes. It means that they have the footwork. Or if they wrestle, one of the two. Yeah, and he has great footwork. Tennessee somehow found out about him. If this kid was more vocal on social media and had his highlights up the entire time, I'll be honest, I'm not sure he would have gone to Arizona. because I'm going to be him. interested to see what – because, again, on the line right there – You've got four spots that are, you know, that are set, but you've got room for depth and you've still got one open spot. I'm going to be curious to see how he does going forward, because I think there is a I think there's a possibility that he hits the field sooner than later, just based off what I saw walking around campus. I mean, there's going to be a freshman in the rotation, right? Like Rhino's going to be in it. Tylen's going to be in it. Polito's going to be in it. Like one or two of those three are going to be in the rotation on the offensive line. And there's others too. I mean, it's, this offensive line, the future of it looks good. And and, and Tylen, it's going to be tough because he's just on campus. If he was on campus in the spring, I would feel much more confident about him playing. But the coaching staff loves him. I got you guys. You actually gave me another good quote here. I'm giving you too many compliments. I normally like tearing you down, but uh, this is I'm going to let you give another quote right here. But first, FOCO. FOCO is an acronym. But actually, maybe it's not. But uh, either way, it's all caps in this uh, read. FOCO always has the back of Arizona sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by visiting FOCO.com and use code PHNX. For all the non-presale items, use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. Brandon Sanders, one of the coolest dudes ever, one of the hardest hitters in school history, came on with a FOCO, or talked about his FOCO straw hat cheer. If it's good enough for Brandon Sanders, it's good enough for anybody out there. And... There's no better time to become a Phoenix diehard, a PHNX diehard, that is. Become a diehard today. Check out HTTPS backslash PHNX Locker to grab your membership to receive exclusive content, discount on all events and merch, and access to our Discord chats. There's fun events that are going on. PHNX crew, you got the PHNX uh, takeovers at times. Good stuff right there. Oh, now, before we sign off here, Sheer, um, we're at uh, June 26th right now. June 30th is when we're hearing all the uh, the buzz about uh, is there going to be a Pac-12 deal or not? We're getting pretty close to that deadline there, Sheer. <laughs> there, there won't be crap before June 30th. To me, the real deadline is July 21st. That's media day. I don't. I it, do we think a deal's happening in the next three days? No, no. So July 21st, if they go in front of media day with no deal. I'm convinced there's there's just no deal. Like, let's just stop talking about it. But we said that last year at this time. I know. You're right. You're absolutely right. Is there right. a drop-dead date for Jason Shear where you say, all right, this is all garbage? No. July 21st. That's your drop-dead date to where you're like, all right, there's not going to ever be a deal. Yes. 
All right. That would be hysterical, though, if they went in there and said, well, we're still working on it. It's right around the corner. My question to everybody out there from your Oregon State, to your Washington State fans, and I'm coming at you with an open mind right here. Just tell me where just tell me who the deal could possibly even be with. That's all I want to know. Well, even Wilner, like in his newsletter or whatever, or not his newsletter, his article today was like six, you know, six results that are unlikely. Number one was there's something that no one knows about. Well, yeah, the reason why that's, uh, it, but he goes, it's 60% chance of happening. Well, the reason why it's somewhat likely is because that's the only way a deal's getting done right now. Like it's because it's got to be something that no one sees coming because no one sees anything coming. Nobody sees anybody coming. And on top of that, Wilner and Canzano haven't even thrown any specifics out there about what it could be. Yeah, he goes, uh, it could be Apple, ESPN, Fox, or NBC, or TNT, or CW, or the Food Network, or like... Is ION still a front runner? No, I heard they're out. Scripps is out. I've heard everyone is out. That's the thing. The only one I haven't heard... And look, maybe they're getting back in, but the only one would be Apple, but it's not going to be 100% Apple. If it is, then everyone lied and uh, they're screwed. Yeah. All right, Sheer, where can they find you? Wildcatauthority.com. We're at 50% off uh, an annual subscription for the next three days at Jason Shear on Twitter, the Wildcat Scoop podcast with Shelby. By the way, Shelby, speaking of Shelby, Shelby making a radio debut this morning, huh? Huh? Yeah, she uh, she because of Marana, the the 4th of July event, she was on like five radio stations this morning. And you know what? She deserves it. Shelby, tip of the cap. All right, for sheer uh, I'm Mike Luke, Jacob Franklin behind the scenes and Shane Diefenbach who made uh, all these highlights that we didn't think he was going to be able to do. Sheer when I looked at these highlights, I said, this dude is just awesome, man. I don't know how he did it, but it was amazing. Yeah, I was impressed because it did not look like he was getting those highlights. Shane Diefenbach, you're the man. All right, we'll be back with you tomorrow. And on Wednesday, Jack Murphy, a as you can confirm, Sheer, a frontline soldier on the in the Back the A movement. He's said it many times. Oh, yeah, he's all about Back the A. All right, Back the A for Jason Shear. I'm Mike Luke. Be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.